Because we discussed the idea of brachas, we discussed the idea of tfilis. And we spoke about the fact that when we dive into Hashem, we dive into him as a melech. In the capacity of a king, Hashem is makabal tfilah. When we are addressing Hashem in the bracha, we also refer to the melech. Because as the, in the capacity of the one who legislates, makes laws and means, uh, checks to keep it, checks to see we keep those laws, that's also Hashem is a melech. Which was also a melech, however. And he said the difference is when we're speaking to Hashem in Tfilah, it's always in the second person. Every Tfilah is always in the second person. Right? And just like in the Tfilah, it's a very being mitzvah to do a mitzvah, then Hashem is acting as a king who is giving us laws to keep. What about Pergus and Nehru? What about Pergus and Nehru? And then we also say, Baruch Atah Hashem Rekin Melech Ha'edam, Gloria Pereitz, Shalkon Yivigor, exactly the same thing happens. We start Baruch Atah, refer to Hashem as you, and we go finish the bracha, Baruch Pereitz, not Baruch Pereitz, but Baruch in the third verse, Shalkon Yivigoroi, not Yivigorecho. Why? So in what capacity are we related to Hashem when we make brachas? Brachas is different from mitzvahs. And the answer is that Gemara says in brachas, there's a famous stira between two psukim. The one pasuk says, Hashem b'aretzim that the world in its entirety, everything inside it belongs to Hashem. And if that's the case, if the world and everything inside it belongs to Hashem, then we have no right to use it. On the other side, the pasuk says, he gave it to people. So the Gemara contrasts the two Does the world belong to Hashem? Or something that's been given to people? And the Gemara's answer depends. Before a bracha belongs to Hashem, after a bracha, Hashem allows a person to use it. And therefore, before a person makes a bracha, he's really looking at the world as Hashem's world. As the world is belongs to Hashem's world, he created it. But by making a bracha, so to speak, a person has the right to make use of it. And they put the same idea. As Hashem is the Melech, this is his, and we have the right to use his things. And here we say the same thing. Because the decision that it should belong to Hashem came before. The decision he created it. That's the part of the original creation. Shakoni Midvaroi was originally created the world. Now we're addressing Hashem as the Melech for the thing we want to make use of. And therefore we say Barachato. Same thing. We're talking about Hashem's power, Shakoch Yibros Malaylam, or Ezimazi Barashas. These are all things which we go back to the third person, Shakoch Yibros Malaylam. We're talking about the way Hashem created the world, which we recognize when we see it in an exhibition of it today. That explains the various brachas. When we talk about the brach of Kiddush, the brach of Kiddush is the steer. That's a very strange bracha. Let's listen closely and you'll see yourself what the story is. The Brach of Kiddush starts, Baruch Atah Hashem, Yekei Nebelech Adim, Hakev Yibrachah. 
Then it says, Hashem Kedeshana Bimitzvah Yisav, Veratzel Vadim. So which which tense are you talking in? Tet. Hashem like every bracha starts with Tet. Revel Nista. Veshavuz Koshay, Veavah Veratzayin Hinchidana. What's that? Shabbos Koshay. Hinchidana, here is my chaz, here is Shabbos Koshay. The current of Master Precious. Does it make sense like any prophet in the third person? You know what happens next? Now, besides it being a zeichah for my precious, we say that Shabbos also a zeichah in the Tzitzit Mitzrayim. Kivona v'charta v'esonu kidashta. We just said we got the second person, right? And now we say the same words exactly we said before. Shabbos kod shecho v'avod v'ratzon yichaltona. Your Shabbos you gave us. So what happened? Before the Shabbos kod shay yichidano. And now it's Shabbos called Shecha, Baratan and Chaltan. You, why do we change back from the third to second? And if you think it's the Shabbos Kiddush, and the other Kiddush, you say exactly the same thing. The other Kiddush starts in the third. Asher Kiddushana, Kalam, Baratzavano. Right? Which is talking with the third person. And then we say also the, the, that uh, in the third person, we change the second person. We say, we sit down, Hashem, we can whatever it is, as Right? And then we say, Kivonu Vachart, we say, Kidashta, we say, Kachacha, we say, What happened? Why in both brachas we started the third person and we moved to the second person? The answer is, there's a principle here. You saw we started the bracha and someone the Shabbos Kiddush first. We start the bracha talking about. Zechad Masim Rashis. We carry on the Brachas Zechad Sis Mitzrayim. What is it? There's the current Masim Rashis, Zechad Sis Mitzrayim. So there's a very famous Ibn Ezra on the Vasak. It says, Alaykhi Hashem Rikacha. Hashem Tisicha Meharis Mitzrayim. The first of the twin Dibras, Hashem introduces himself to the Jewish people. And Hashem introduces himself to the Jewish people as I'm the one who took care of Israel. The Ibn Ezra asked the Vasak. That Yasubila Arabi, the author of Kazari. Why is it that the Pasuk starts that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim? Why does that Hashem created the world? And the answer to that, Bila Arabi answers him, he says the same thing in Seva Kazari. And that is that the Briya saw him, there were no witnesses. No one saw Hashem create the world. You know what happened because the Torah tells us about it, but we didn't see it. If that's the case, if Hashem doesn't say, I'm going to create the world, we have no first time proof of that. Even the first man, Allah, was only created at the end after the whole prayer already existed. Mashaykin, when it comes to Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, what happened to Mitzrayim, everyone was a witness to it. They'd all seen it. It was two months before. They all saw the Nisim, they all saw the Kirisiyam, so they all saw the Makkas. Bukharis also all the, all the Makkas. And therefore, when Hashem says, I'm not talking about Mitzrayim, that's indisputable evidence. They saw that Hashem was not talking about Mitzrayim. But this is the Yisrael. It says to Rabbi Levi that really the Nisim of Mitzrayim were only there to show the Jews that Hashem, took, that Hashem created us, the world. The one connects the other one. Why? Because Hashem showed Mitzrayim with his ability to be a Bairi. He can create things, he can change the way they created, he can change the form of the creation. So that shows Hashem has a way to change them as well, to, to create them or recreate them or create them in a different way. Let's look, for example, the Makkah of Dan. 
<coughs> what happens? Hashem says the water and the, in all the rivers of Egypt is going to turn into dam. It's not going to look like dam. It's not going to be. not going to add dam to it. It's going to become dam. Now water and blood are different substances. If Hashem changes water into blood, it means Hashem has molecularly changed the structure of water. Similarly, when, at the end of the Makkas, when Moshe tells Pari that when the Torah tells about the Makkah of Choshech, the Makkah of darkness, so it says there that the Mitzvah couldn't move. That's what happens. How could they move? They weren't paralyzed. Their bodies worked like normal. What was the problem? Says the Ramban, we're used to moving around through air because air is very thin, it doesn't interfere with the But imagine you'd be stuck in a thing of concrete. You couldn't be able to move at all. Not because our muscles don't work, but because I'm stuck in something which traps me. I'm stuck. Says the Ramban, what happened in the Mark of Khoisha is the nature of the air and trying to turn into concrete. And it became unversomic, it became so heavy and so thick that Mitchell got trapped in the air he was in, he couldn't move. Now that's not a normal thing to happen to air. Air doesn't turn to metal. Or to concrete, or whatever else you want to call it. Right? So it was a change in the nature of air. Which is, again, the same as that. They teach us that we saw in the giant that Hadash Baruch was the Bayer. It's, it's not just by chance. There's ten Mamaris, Shabbat of the world, ten Max and Mitzrayim, they're exactly parallel to each other. That's because we saw in the that Shem is the Bayer. And exactly we say in the Kiddush. When we're talking about Hadash Baruch, and the third person, as the reason for, when it comes to Shabbos, the reason for good in the world. And then we say that it happens in the third person because before there were people. And therefore we say that Shabbos called Shai in Chilano. Then he gave us his Shabbos. When we talk about Rishon Mitzrayim, when we come to Zechitz Mitzrayim, then we say Hashem gave us, but Hashem showed us that we were missed it. And therefore we can say the same Shabbos called Shai in Chilano. When it's Rayim, and the Zech that says Mitzrayim, we say Shabbos Kod Shechoi, and Kod Tonim. That's the Bible Shor. Because that's the principle of the Brachas. And Halva Perakei. He says, On the Nohavani Korish La'inin HaTisefes V'Rivu Brachu V'Lamus Ede Masi Adam We need to understand next what, how the actions of a person can cause an increase of Kodosh even to the spiritual world that we saw there. Why the world's need an extra level that they get through a person in study? It's also the interesting Chazal. It's a Gemara Brachos and Chazal say, in Arnold Chazal, Chamehani Chamisha Baruch Inafshi, connected me and Marm David. There are five times in Tehidi, Dorim Echiz, the term Baruch Inafshi Sashem. So why is it Baruch Inafshi? Why is it Baruch Sashem? Or Baruch Sashem? Why is he comparing Hashem to his nefesh? Baruch Nafshi as Hashem. My nefesh is what's present as Hashem. Why do I have his nefesh? Yeshua said, I'm Baruch Hashem. I'm Baruch Hashem. So it says the Gemara in Baruch to explain this. Because Dara Mech was saying, from my nafshi, I can understand Hashem. If I want to praise Hashem, then the way to understand Hashem is from my nafshi. And therefore, if Dara is going to look at the interaction between his nafshi and his body, he's going, he's going to see in that the connection of, how, of why he's to praise Hashem, because that's going to be the symbol to explain 
and Hashem connects to the world. We spoken about this before. Right? That there's a the fusion of Ruchnis and Gashmis is the, is the Chiddush of the brain. And uh, it has to happen in the, in the uh, universal sense that HaKadosh Baruch Hu connects to the world. And Hashem is Ruchni, the world's Gashmi, but Hashem interacts with the world. So we see that there's a meeting point of Gashmi and Ruchnis. We don't understand how that happens. So we have an option within ourselves to look at, to learn the lesson from. But in a human being, there's the same connection of Ruchnis and Gashmis. He has a physical body, he has a spiritual neshama. The two coexist, the two intact, the two develop as a team. So we see that there's a makam for a ruch and sagashmi to connect. And then for Dorian says, from my own nefesh, that's it, next to my body, I'm going to learn the principle of how she relates to the world. Because one is just a, ma- a much bigger picture, a macrocosm of the other one, much more than that. So why do they have said five times? Why are they five times it says the words Brachi Nafshi? Gemara says, Can I get the five Oilamas that David lived in his Tengshir? One place, and the next Gemara says that there are five similarities between the Nishama to the body and Hashem to the world. What are they? Let's go through them. Some are more easy to understand than others, but the five similarities between the Nishama to the body and Hashem to the world are number one, just like the Nishama, that is Raya Ba'ina Nira. Same thing Hashem is Raya Ba'anir. Raya Ba'anir means is can see but isn't seen. So you can't see in the shadow. You can't see in the shadow. It's not a physical thing and a person's eyes can only take in physical things. So the shadow might be here, it might be right in front of you. You're not going to see it because you don't have the, that's the antenna, you don't have the way to pick up things of that frequency or light in that, that nature. But at the same time, Maybe the Nishama, it's not Nira, but it's Raya. Right? It can see what we do. Hashem, we're talking about Hashem. Le'ani, a person can see Hashem. But on the other hand, Hashem is seeing the person. And Hashem is exactly what the person is doing. Why is that a question? How can Hashem see without being seen? It's not a question. It's before. To see things means that they exist in a physical Something is done in a physical plane, you can't see it. It doesn't mean that thing can't see. And what's arrived in the person? We said before that one of the kaychas that Hashem puts into a person is ability to see. And as long as he's alive, he's seeing through his eyes. And we saw a case of people who died, or who clinically died. So they, they, they feel they left their body, they're looking from the top. So the neshama is the part of the person which is raya. Not his eyes. His eyes are just like, so to speak, the openings for the Shama to shine through. The Shama is about a person which is right. But on the one side. But at the same time, the Shama is in and there. It's not visible in the body. So that's our first reference of how we can compare the world of Hashem, so to speak, to the Shama in the body. The next thing the Gemara says is, This is the you said you have to explain a bit better. What does it mean in the Shabbos of Malik Alakuf? Why can't this be spoken of centralized in one place? And the answer is it has to be. Because since that's a charge of a person's life, 
even if the headquarters, even if the shares of the person lasts in one part of his body, but from there, just like the blood goes out all over the body, it's every single part of the body to bring oxygen, that's passing the physical experience of the neshama, which is going to mechai the whole person, so it goes to every part of it. That's the idea of neshama meleya kolako. It fills the whole body. It's not said to a certain part of the body. It, it will grow to, so to speak, to every part of the person's body. Why? Because it's a tzchis. And that's the case. And by Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Malei Kola'ala. And so you understand from that, Hashem fills the whole world. And let's explain what the Raya is and what he's trying to say. And this is an important point to understand. Because we're talking about <coughs> a new dimension. Let's call it the Ruchni dimension. So we look around the world and see so many things in the world. Where is the place for Hashem? Between all the people and animals and uh, things that people have built and houses and cars and machines and who knows what. We have to say is where is the substitute place for Hashem? Everything is taken up by all these other things. Slahab is like asking the question you can take the human body, you can dissect it, you can see lots of organs and lots of blood and lots of arteries and lots of muscles and lots of bone and lots of everything else. And one second, where is the Nisham in all of this? We dissect the person, you never found the Nisham. What's the real answer? The real answer is they don't live in the same plane. And therefore they're not a stereotype each other. They're living in different realities. So therefore, just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that is the matter of the whole world. And everything which happens in the world comes from him. But people who They understand it. They see things in the world. They think so that's something of a steer. It's not. Because Baruch is the man of the world in the dimension that, that of Ruchnis. Same thing. We talk about the Neshama, the man of the body. You can dissect the person. You can look everywhere. You want to find the Neshama inside of it. Where is the Neshama? And also, you're looking in the wrong place. You look at the physical body. Of course, you're not going to find the Neshama there. It, it doesn't interfere with it. It's the man of the body in the Ruchnis sense. You want to marshal? That's why we bring a huge speaker system here. Blasting full volume. You tell this, this room is full of sounds, right? Maybe full of sounds. There's a chair, there's tables, the podcast is fine. It's not full of sounds. The other things here too. And so you understand what I'm talking about. We're not talking knack and knack. Maybe you're talking about how much physical space things take. So you're right, there really, there really is furniture in the room. So I can't fill it with something else because it's really partially full. We're talking about sound. Sound isn't something which takes up space and we're going to compare to furniture. What falls with sound is, is the intensity of the sound. It's nothing to do with things in the way. We're not talking the same language. So that's the same thing. The Shem is the Malik Kologov. In the level of Ruchnis, that's the Malik. The second point, just like the Neshama is made in the Guf, saying the Neshama is made in the Guf, means to support, sustain. So, okay, because the Shabbat creates people with a lack, a lack that they don't have food, but in the first Shabbat is the Chesrein, and what they're missing, they're saying they have to provide the food for everybody. And therefore, Shem's job is to be Zan Kololov, to organize and make sure that everything is fit. Says the Gemara, the same thing applies to the nefesh of a person. So the nefesh of a person is also made in this karakov. How does the nefesh give you food? There's another use And that is, the Gemara says, Kalal alechem levada yichya adam, kiyam bom wetzi piyashem yichya adam. It's not just the man the person eats it, but it sustains it. The 
Kaikha Nashama is to bring that khiyo so that a person gets from the Kanat to Hashem down to his nafia. To Hashem. That the relationship between the Shabbat is the Baruch into the body 
is very similar to Hashem. It's also very similar to Hashem. It's which is not carrying this whole. But the whole part just doesn't really start it, but it spreads the whole world. Right. Now, this is the one point which we'll discuss more next time. Why is the Dev Shachai bringing this in? But it's true that the Gemara says it, that there's a comparison between the Shem and the world. And it's going to use it to explain to us this big issue. And that is the point of Tvida is to increase Shefa coming down. So just like the point of Tvida within the person will bring the Shefa Derech is the Shema to his body. Same thing, we're going to talk about the various levels that Hashem used to show us in this world. The point of Tvida is to bring more down Derech that level to us. And yeah, that's what's going to be a similarity between the two of them. So, that's what we'll discuss more next time. Yeah, that's just the works.